Welcome to the realm of the fantasy gods where we chat all things AFL Fantasy Classic. I'm Nick. And I'm Chris. And Chris, we're recording a little bit earlier than usual. There's 10% left on the last game of the round. And I'm sitting... Oh, yes! That's a handball! Sorry, um, I'm just... We're watching the, the live stats tick over because this whole this whole week, this whole season has come down to this for me, Nick. Tell us the story. Who are we watching? How many points do we need? How much game time's left? Yeah, well, 10% Fremantle versus Hawthorne. Lockie Neal needs to score 102 points for me so that I make the finals. If he uh, goes less than that, then I, I don't make the finals. And so far from 90% game time, he's on 93 points. I am so close. So this is either going to be tears of adulation or tears yeah. of utter despair. Yeah, you wanted to capture the emotion, didn't you, Nick? Do you have anything valuable within arm's reach? <laughs> yes! <sighs> Sorry, um, lucky Neil, Ooh. six more points. 99. One more kick and you'll be done. Yeah, then I've got to worry... Oh, he's on 101 points. I am in the finals. A draw gets me in the finals. I am drawn dead even right now with the German. So, so long as there's no free kick against. That's right. So, what I want him to do is just get one more possession and then just go to the bench or get injured or <laughs> or, or get another 20 points so that I can beat you for the halo. And he's just gone and got another kick for me. I'm clear. I'm like, there it yes! is. 104 points. Congratulations, Chris. You're in the finals. How much of a relief is that? Oh, man. I was uh, I was resigned to the fact that I was going to be out. I mean, Lockie Neal's getting me there right now, just. But who really got me there is a Crippen beauty here's Crips. Yeah, I've been talking him up, haven't I? He was amazing. He got me right back in the game against the German. It's also nice watching Tom Mitchell as your captain, sitting on 150 at the moment. Yeah, lucky you didn't go unique. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Phillips just sent a message. Oh. What? to Sam. Yeah, to Sam. See, by me jumping into the finals, it means somebody else falls out. So who's going to fall out? Phil. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, poor Philip. He came ninth last year, didn't he? I know. He only just missed out right at the end. I'm starting to really feel for Phil because like, he's going to outscore me in this game, but he's losing his match and he's going to drop out. Poor guy. Philip will listen to this podcast later, Chris. He will. What would you like to say to Philip? Uh, it wasn't me that knocked you out, man. He he just sent a message to to the German to Sam saying, "Sam, you had one job, one job, <laughs> which was to beat me." So it's Sam that's let you down, not me, man, not me. He doesn't deserve it. Who deserves it? Oh, we've got a couple of teams in the eight whose their overall scores aren't anywhere near as good as Phil's, but I guess they got the wins when they needed to get the wins. So what's your team score at the moment, Chris? 2,303. You're 13 behind me, 2,316. All right, getting to the 120s, Lucky. Go off injured, Lucky. Tell you who I wish I still had. Mundy? If I if I hadn't, <laughs> well, a Hearn. I traded out a Hearn this week. He went and smashed out a ton. He would have gone out for a lot of people this week. I didn't want to let him go because I knew he was still going to make money, but it was I needed to upgrade. Yeah, well, that's the same as me and Mundy. But yeah, I've still got a Hearn, thankfully. I'm going to the finals. I'm going to the finals. Yeah, Chris. 
I'm going to the dance. 98%. I'm going to the finals. Phil. Oh, poor Phil. You really pretend that sympathy for Phil well. You're doing well. So is there anyone you'd like to thank? Uh, I'd like to thank Andy for believing in me and telling me to, to think positive. I'd like to thank Sam, the German, for losing. And at the moment by six points. Man, that's a tight game for me to make the finals. Yep. That's game over. Siren sounded. You are in, Chris, barring any negative twos that could come along. So what about Danger? Would you want to give a shout-out to Dangerfield? Oh, shout-out to Danger. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get another 150. I'd like to shout at him. At least you got him in for that 150, though, that week. No, I got him the week after. Oh. Yeah, low break-even, Chris. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I mean, there's some other people I'd like to thank because uh, I sort of feel like I don't deserve to be here in the finals partly because my team's partly a rabble, but I would like to thank the spirit of Bob. Who? The spirit of Bob. Um, He's this um wise codger spirit being thingy up here in the realm of the fantasy gods with us that I've gone and seen a, a few times. Really wise, lovely bloke. Bobby Murph, they call him. <laughs> um, spirit of Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I went to him yesterday after I got over my... Initial panic attack, you know, when I realized because of Crips that I was still in with a shot of making the finals. Yeah. So I went and had a chat to him. What did you say to him? Uh, well, I guess I told him I really needed help. <laughs> um, that, you know, I needed to know if Neil was going to score more than 100 or not. Or if he couldn't tell me that, if it was possible for him to intercede and make sure that he does score that much. <laughs> and that I, that I would make it through. So trying to bribe him or something. but you know. How did he respond to the bribery? Well, I actually recorded everything so what? we can, yeah. Do you carry around a voice recorder all the time? You, like, record every conversation that you have? Now I do, yeah. Yeah, don't you? Uh, no, that's probably illegal and a whole lot creepy. I mean, I just, I want to get us material. It's fine, <laughs> it's fine. Here, look, I'll play you what he said. Um, here we go. Um, I'll press that button. Hello, my son. Hello, Spirit of Bob. Hang on, I'll just um, fast forward to the bit where we're talking about here. Why do you need to know if this deal will score over 100? Uh, well, Bob, my season depends on it. A win would mean finals and a loss means that my team is just dead and my season is over. And you know, I don't want to have to go through another panic attack. Did you survive the last panic attack? Well, yeah, I'm here. I did. Yeah. So, survive the next one. You don't need anything from me. But what if my season is over? The season is already over for many who didn't make the finals, correct? Yeah, I guess so. And if you make it to the finals, you might go out in the first week, correct? Yes, yeah, I guess. All teams die. Seasons come to an end. There is a time for joy and a time for throwing your computer or phone across the room. And only one team in each league gets to celebrate each season. And they may have died many times before and shall die once more. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's true. Your team will die, Chris. Huh. It may not be this week, and it will not be by my hand, but take comfort in that when your team dies, it does not die alone. Um, uh, thanks, I think. So, does that mean you're not going to help then? Ah, uh, I have, my son. I always... 
Thanks, Spirit of Bob. Yeah, so that was um, yeah what we had to talk about. Uh, I didn't take that much comfort from it. So is he saying he's already, like, did he help you this week? Is that what he's saying? Well, I don't know. He said he'd maybe throw in, like, you know, one extra tackle afterwards. He said, oh, look, I'll throw. And I'm looking at it now, and I won by four points in the end. So I don't, did he help me? Or did he just let it all happen? And he was just, it's a mystery. I'm sure you're glad the mystery ended this way and not with you losing by four points. Oh, I reckon. Um, oh, Crips. He, we should talk demigods, man, because he is my hey, demigod whoa, whoa, whoa. this week. Don't we do scores and rankings first? Well, we sort of, we were going through scores just a bit before. Well, I mean, what did I finish on? Well, let me have a look. 2-3-2-1. Beat the German 2-3-1-7. Four points. Because Lockie Neal just had a couple of extra points taken off him afterwards. But not enough, fortunately for me. I made it. I'm in the finals. Yeah, but he didn't get you enough points to grab a halo, Chris. No, he didn't. What did you score? So 2-3-3-6. Three, three, yeah, I'm ranked at 12,000. You? Uh, 7,054. Just not moving. I've stalled. No, I haven't moved for like two months or something. It's taken me weeks to go from like 14 to 12. Yeah. The competition's pretty tight up here, so. All right, so demigods. Yeah, Patrick Cripps, bang. Uh, I thought I was gone. 162, he just brought my season to life, uh, resuscitated. He's our saviour. What a guy. So when's he going to get arrested, Chris? When's he going to get rested? Yeah, shut him down. (laughs) Shut him down. (laughs) He might be rested this week because uh, he did tackle a player who got knocked out. So, (laughs) Well, I don't know if the player got knocked out. Out, but he didn't come back on. David Swallow did not come back on, uh, was not in a good way. And so was his due diligence and duty of care good enough? It was a grey one. Just lucky he's not Nick Nat's size because if he was Nick Nat's size, he'd be screwed. <laughs> That's right. Yep. So maybe he'll get a rest this week, but... Uh... Man, if he does, then he deserved it for keeping my season alive and being a demigod. So I hope I don't have to look at him as a... Tra- I'll, I'll probably hold him. Even though it's a do-or-die match? Yeah, I think, I think I've got a good chance. I, was, I just, just had a look and I was telling you that the team that I thought maybe didn't deserve to be in the eight, Garen. Oh, that's who you're playing. He's got a chance now to really uh, throw that back in my face, doesn't he? <laughs> Go, Garen. <laughs> All right, so my demigod. I'm going back-to-back demigods. Tom Mitchell. 160. I overlooked him a fair bit this season. Give him a bit of respect. Well done, Tom. He's going to try and break the all-time record. Oh, you reckon? He's in the shot? Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, he broke the record last year of, was it, points scored and stuff like that, but he hasn't broken the average record, which was set by Rocky. So he's he's going to have a shot at that. And he's 134, I think, was the average, something like that. And he's at 131 at the moment. And if he keeps scoring 160s, he will get there. Yep, well, keep it up, Tom. Yep. Um, what about sacrifices? I guess that's what we talked about next. Um, and how should we sacrifice? What about if, um, well, it's this sort of time of the year where we can just send someone for um, early season ending surgery. Oh, yeah. Even if there's nothing wrong with them, just send them to surgery. Go get all rested, ready for next year. No anesthesia, just straight to surgery. Yeah, I'll perform the surgery on my guy. <laughs> Which guy have you got? So this guy... Yeah. This bloody guy. I brought him in three weeks ago. He was averaging, I don't know, 108 or 109 or something. Since bringing him in, he has scored 73, 70, and 64. The three weeks that I've had him in, he was averaging 108 or 109 before that. All three of those scores are his lowest scores of the season. Who's that? Joel Bloody Selwood. Oh, 
What a dud. How did I get tricked into him? Everyone was saying, oh, he always finishes a season strong. Yeah, he was averaging 109, wasn't he, when you were bringing him in? Not anymore, Chris. Cut his leg off, throw him <laughs> out the back. Tell me yours. Well, this guy, I brought in this guy last week uh, in an attempt to knock you off your perch. <laughs> and to se- I'm so and to sec- glad that this has happened. <laughs> to secure my place in the finals. Buddy. Buddy, we talked about him a bunch last week, and Buddy this week, he got beaten by Hurley, and Sydney got beaten by the Bombers. They look pretty shot. They, I don't know if they're going to be in with a chance of making the finals now. They're outside the eight, and they just they've had it. And the problem with Buddy, like they were talking at like halftime in the commentary of the game, and they're saying, oh, yeah, Buddy's only trained about 20 minutes all year. He just shows up for the games. But how does no one know this? Like, how does no one in the fantasy community, like surely there's Sydney fans out there that go to their training. <sighs> And like, hmm, hang on, I haven't seen Buddy all year. Yeah, I'm flabbergasted. I'm like, great, now I know. So there's something wrong with Buddy. He's only trained a little bit all year. Last week against you, when I thought he's going to kick, you know, a handful of goals and I'll beat Nick. No, this week gets destroyed by Hurley. 40 he got me. And and I was on a Friday night. Here I am again in another do or die match. Off to a terrible start again. And oh, he's giving me massive headaches. And now I'm going, can I expect any more? more than 40 from him at this rate. Like, this is one of the worst decisions I've ever made as a coach is to bring Buddy in at this point of the season. Just to try and take me down. Karma, Chris. Yeah, so off to surgery, Buddy, because, um, yeah, we need you because you are one of the best in the league, So, but we need you back at your best. So, yep, off you go. And I have been telling you, Chris, you got to stop paying attention to fantasy over the weekend. We don't play super coach. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> That's right. Just ignore it. Open up your computer at 5 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon and go, ah, oh, I've got a little surprise. Look at that. I just need Lockie Neal to score four. 40 more points in this second half and I'll win. Brilliant. No, it's like breathing. I have to do it. I, I have to pay attention to it. I have to put myself through all of the pain and the agony and, and the ecstasy yeah. like this evening. Yes. Makes it all worthwhile, doesn't it, Chris? It does. Imagine when you win a league. If you win a league, woo, you'd be over the moon. What is that feeling like, Nick? To be honest, Chris, after your 13th, it's just sort of like, ah, uh, <laughs> whatever. It's just like Lance Armstrong, really, isn't it? <laughs> Ah, we need to get some people testing you. Um, So I was looking at all the leagues because to try and give myself that extra shot of winning A-League, I put Mm -hmm. myself in a bunch of them. Uh, So we've got like our private league, which is the one we care about the most, and that's where I just made it into eighth. But then I was looking at the other ones we set up, like for the Realm of the Fantasy Gods, and that head-to-head league, Andy, our friend is sitting on top, you're sitting in fourth. Which is the same as our private league. Andy and Top, you in fourth. You're going to play him in the first week of the finals. In both leagues. Yep. Yeah. I missed out on that one. I finished ninth. That's what you get for joining that Realm of the Fantasy Devils. That's right. Well, in the Realm of the Fantasy Devils, I finished eighth. Yeah, see? I scraped That's a sign. I just scraped into all of these leagues this year, but that ninth position, though, I had 500 more points scored against me than any other team in the league. Everyone was out to get me in that league. So, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have joined the Fantasy Devils League, the other one, but I did make it to eighth. Sam also made it, the German, but Phil, he just missed out again on that league. He was in the realm of the Fantasy Devils League. Poor Phil missed out on our private league and that one. And I felt, as I'm saying, I feel really bad for Phil. I actually wrote a poem for Phil. Oh, really? Is it like a Dennis Leary poem? A Dennis Leary poem would have lots of swearing and this is a swear-free zone. It's called Ode to Phil. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. 
I'm not really a poet. I just felt like Phil deserves something. And maybe he doesn't deserve a poem called Ode to Phil because, you know, that's sort of saying that he's dead already. And, <laughs> you know. Well, his team's dead. Yeah, but he did go on and win the bottom eight finals the last season. And I was thinking yeah. this gives him the opportunity to defend his title. That's right. It does. It's only right. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, it goes like this. Whether he's called Fulfilling My Fantasy or... I am the terror that flaps in the night. Yes, that's actually his team name. But yes, whether he's called I am fulfilling my fantasy or I am the terror that flaps in the night, it's just so very Richmondy to see him fall again to ninth. This is not a drama. This is not a comedy. This, my dear friends, is a football fantasy tragedy. But like the Tigers of old, Phil and his iron will, because it, it isn't soft, he will return next year to hold the Premiership Cup aloft. Maybe. No, he won't. I liked it until you got to that last bit, and then I thought, no, nah, that's that's my rightful place, Chris. I said maybe. Is that in the poem? Is that written in it? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Just in, in small little bit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so there are our leagues. The overall league's still the same. Yeah, still with... Anti-Crow on top. But look, whether it's, you know, the top eight finals or the lower eight finals or ranking or just putting yourself through more of this pain and hellish experience to learn things for next year, like don't bring in Buddy or Crisp or Dusty in your last three trades. I think there's still plenty to get out of this and we should get stuck into preparing for the finals, Nick. Yes. I'm in the finals. Yeah. Even if you didn't make the top eight, you're still in the bottom eight finals. We don't talk down to people here. No. Because you're one of them. Yeah. Huh? In the realm of the Fantasy Gods League. Yeah. Fine. All right. Shut up. So you're in the top four mm. and I'm in I'm in the bottom four or out in one of our leagues. But yeah, I think that changes the perception of what you want to, you know, how, how hard you want to go in this first week. Because you're in the top four and you're playing Andy and Andy's been amazing all year. Do you just go, I'm just going to throw this one and double downgrade and get ready for next week? No. What? You're going to take him on? Yeah, because if you win. We got. Yeah, that's worth eight trades. Then you can double downgrade. Yeah, that's right. No, you go, you go all out for the win. The good thing about this time of the year is, like, Andy's had a better team almost all of the year. Yep. But you get to this time of the year and your teams are pretty similar. <laughs> so it's, yeah. Sorry, Andy, if we had played, you know, five weeks ago, you would have doubled me or something. But now I've had 25 trades since then to be able to fix my team up. So I've still got to fix my team up. Yeah, you've got heaps to fix in your team. So I'm in do or die matches. I don't have any second chances. And I've got to look at the weak spots. But I think it's also, you, you also want to look at your opposition. You want to see how many players you've got the same and, you know, what point of differences you have. And you want to weigh up, you know, who you're going to bring in depending on that. Yeah, you do that. Well, if you're really, if you're really far behind, then maybe you need to try something different. If you're ahead, then you can be more conservative. Sure. If your projected scores are, you know, you're 200 points down or something, then sure, go for Lance Franklin or something. But if you're within, you know, 100 points, that's nothing. Any of these players can score 50 on their day and you're back in the game. Or, you know, Paddy Cripps knocks out 160 or 180 or whatever it was. You don't go crazy trades unless you're, you know, a long way behind, like 200 points behind. If it's anything smaller than that, I think you just, you know, all right, yeah, my projected score's lower, but hey. Weird things happen in football. 
But so the way I think you do it is you look at who the players are that you would want to trade out, look at how much money you've got and what you can turn them into. And it's got to be both of those things because you might be able to turn, you know, one of those players into someone a lot better than one of the other players. And that matters. So if you're trading out a defender or a forward, you might not be able to get them to someone that's that much better. Whereas if you're trading out a midfielder, you might be able to get them to someone that's a lot better. I think there's probably three players that I've got which are on the chopping block. And this sort of opens up a bit of chat in a way because I've got a defender, a midfielder, and a forward. Yeah, and a ruck you were saying earlier as well. Oh, well, that was only if I... Because I don't have Grundy, and Grundy was amazing yeah. on the weekend. And, and it'd be nice to have Grundy. And that's what I should have done when I was playing against you, even though I would have lost. I'd be in a lot better position now. I told you. Tried to... I know. So I've got Crisp in the back line. What did he do this week? 65. It's not good. So I've got Crisp in the back line. There's one weak spot. I've got Tim Kelly, who's been amazing for me as a rookie, but he only scored 57 on the weekend. Uh, and I've got Buddy, 40, on, in the forward line. So they're my three weak spots. Mind you, I'm going into this first final that I really care about with a better projected score. So just normal trades then? Yeah. I don't need to go crazy. So who can you get to in those lines? Because that matters. Anyone. Almost. Almost anyone. Like Crisp, if I wanted to get another defender, I can get any defender that I don't already have. And the most expensive one that I don't have is uh, Simpson. Yeah. But the other ones that are interesting are like Witherden, uh, although Hodge is back. So, yeah, he didn't do that great. No, you're not going Witherden. I mean, who else is there? There's like what? That's what I'm saying. So if it's if it's a defender, meh, that's not very exciting. No, like Heath Shaw, uh, Lockie Waller was all right. No, don't be silly. Other lines, who else? All right. Okay. So midfield. Tim Kelly has he can go and he can go to anyone he's $601,000 a rookie price player who's got to that fantastic that's who you're trading then for sure I can get Beams yep do it I can get McRae yep do it I can get Matty Crouch yep do it yeah or if I got rid of Buddy then I can look at Danger uh but, you know, other players I can look at it like Cornelio, Zorko, Heppel. All of these players are open to me. So who do you reckon, Buddy or Tim Kelly? No, definitely Tim Kelly. Okay. And to who? Beams? McRae? You'd go McRae, wouldn't you? I probably will. Yeah. I'll have to look at their matchups and who they've got. But the Bulldogs have got a pretty good run over the next four weeks. It's been a tough run for the last few weeks, but I know that their run gets easier on the way home. Uh, what about you? What are you looking at? So it's definitely Brendan Goddard out and it's a midfielder in. Because you prepared for that last week, didn't you? Yes. So the midfielders I've been looking at are McRae. Crips. I thought there was a, a son of God in there. Oh, don't you worry. There is. I was just checking out uh, Josh Kelly before I wiped him off my list. <laughs> you wiped him off your list? Yes. He just got 126. Yeah, but he played St Kilda. So he only scores well against crappy teams. So he got okay. that okay. 138. No, you traded him in after he scored 166 against Gold Coast. Yeah. Then he scored that 138 against Brisbane. Then the next four weeks were just meh, whatever. Yeah. And then he plays another dud team, St Kilda. Now, next week he plays another dud team, Carlton, so he's probably going to smash it this coming week. Yep. But then after that, it's Adelaide, Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah, good luck, Josh Kelly. So, no, so McRae, Cripps, and Ablett are the three I'm looking at. Ablett has been mental. Yeah. Out of the last eight weeks, he scored six of those scores over 110, only two dropping below that. One of them was a 54. Yep, you'd take that, though. I mean, you wouldn't take 54, but you'd take six games of 110 all the way up to 137. I think you can be confident with him that he's playing midfield, and Danger is the one that sits forward. Bloody old Danger. Mm. So I like Gary, and I like Geelong's run. 
What's Geelong's run like? I think they've got a pretty good run home. So they've got Richmond and Hawthorne away and then Fremantle and Gold Coast at home. The other thing you need to worry about is like when a player's going to get rested. You know, teams might want to rest some of these players for the finals. This was another thing I was thinking, Chris. So Geelong are sitting eighth. So they have to play as hard as they can. Yeah. And like I just mentioned, their last two games are both at home. And so if the last game of the year was at Fremantle, then you'd be a little bit worried that Gary Ablett's going to be rested. Yeah. Because he is, like Gary Ablett is the sort of player that Geelong could rest if they don't, you know, if they want to throw the game. You know, sometimes you get to the last game of the season and you actually want to lose the game. So you go down a ladder spot so you match up with a favourable opposition (laughs) or whatever. Teams don't do that, Nick. How dare you? Yeah, whatever. We're not paid by the AFL. They absolutely do that. So yeah, Gary Ablett is the sort of player that that could happen to. So it is a risky move, but he is also, you know, $80,000 cheaper than Cripps. How much is McRae? I didn't even look at him. Yeah, so McRae's only 40k more than Ablett. Yeah, maybe I'd go McRae. As a Doggies fan, I'll probably end up going McRae. If I'm going to go down this season, I'll go down in style. Playing St Kilda too. He'll smash St Kilda. Jack Steele from St Kilda might go to him as a oh, tag. Yeah. Yeah, right. Ablett is in. But, you know, I think McRae deals with the tag reasonably well. Even if he does look like a little boy. So Steele did not tag anyone this week. There you go. Kelly got 126. Canelio only got 98. No, McRae could smash it this week. He'd be a good pickup for someone wanting to win their first final. Yep. I'm going Ablett. Yeah, all right. I'm definitely going Ablett. Haven't looked at that. This might surprise you, Chris, but I pretty much don't really look at my team after Monday night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I do my trades and then bang, done. Yeah, yeah, I worry about it all week. I look at it on Thursday night again after teams have been named just to make sure I've got the right rookie and blah, blah, blah. I have dreams, nightmares. <laughs> um, but I'm more tossing up between Beams and McRae. Yeah. You've already got Beams. Yeah, picked him up a few weeks ago. Very happy with myself. That's like one of the decent trades I've made. He's been so good. I reckon. Look at those scores. 129, 85, 116, 133, 112, 113, 50, 137, 127, 119, 69, 120, 113. He's, my It's goodness. almost like he takes a breath every four or five rounds and just goes, I'll just have a low one now. <laughs> you know? He does, yeah. But he's not due for a, a low round probably until the end of the season now. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably go McRae because I've been really impressed with him. Anyway, so our priest of the week, Nick. Yeah. Grisham. John. John Grisham. No, 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 Grisham Bat. Oh, wrong sport, mate. It's B-H, no, B-A, I think. I think B-H, yeah. He was the first one to send us positive vibes when the last episode went up, and I was like, yeah, man. Oh, that's what got you over the line. Yeah, yeah. He didn't waste any time, and so he's to be inducted as our priest of the week. Um, And then all that's left is... um, no, there's not even any drink left. I've been celebrating. <laughs> After making the finals! Congratulations, Chris. I am so happy you're going to be in this. Why are you happy that I'm going to be in the finals, Nick? It just would have been miserable if you weren't in it. <laughs> like, you would have been turning up to the podcast, like, yeah. half-heartedly. Yeah. Just, come on, let's get this over with, Nick. Yeah. That would have been no fun at all. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Philip. Sorry, mate. I know I chat to you on Facebook, but I don't see you. I don't Skype you like I Skype Chris. Like, I would see Chris crying every every week. <laughs> I don't want to put up with that. I thought you just wanted me in the finals so you could beat me in the finals. Well, I do want to do that as well, Chris. Yeah. They're tears that I want to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to meet until potentially the preliminary, if we get that far. What do you mean, if we get that far? Mm. We're connected to the gods, Chris. All right. That's how you made it, anchors of Grisham. And how? what's one way that 
that you uh, you stay connected to the gods? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Chris. Yeah. I've got this app on my phone. <laughs> right. It's called Smiling Mind. Tell me more. It's a good one for meditation, mate. Oh, meditation. Have you heard of Smiling Mind? No. I'll lead you through it then. Okay. All right. Get some wine. Hang on. <laughs> Chris will be back in half an hour. He needs to go to the bottle shop. He's got three drips. That's yeah, the last of the bottle. Yep. That's that's about as much as you get in church anyway, isn't it? <laughs> yep. You got a cracker? We should have crackers as well. All right, hang on. <laughs> Found another bottle. Hey. And a cracker. Oh, was I meant to eat it? Yeah. No, jeez, Chris. Oh, crap. Grisham the priest is not going to be happy with you this week. Right. Sorry, Grisham. So, Chris, mm-hmm. you take the wine. Right. And that's a representation of Gary Ablett's body. <laughs> this feels quite blasphemous. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go on. Yes. Which he shared for you. Right. And for any other Geelong supporters out there. Uh, and I take it and I take it where? Well, put it in your mouth, Chris. Uh. Do I really have to instruct how to drink wine? I thought you were all over this. You've been doing it all afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's way too much. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then uh, take the cracker. Yep. And, oh, I got it the wrong way around. Shows how long it's been. Yeah, the <laughs> wine's meant to be the blood, not the body. <laughs> uh, no, that was deliberately. Was I meant to eat it yet? Yes, eat it now. Good. And that represents Gary Ablett's hair, which you are not in the running for. So I guess we better meditate then. All right. Okay. Um, um. Is this a blending of Eastern and Western philosophies? We're very progressive, Chris. Okay, okay. We'll do our religious shopping, pick up the bits we like from any religion. Feels good to be in the finals. Finals are here, Chris! Woo! I'm out. Let's do this thing. I'm out. Peace. More drink. (laughs) Keep drinking that body. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.